Welcome, welcome to another episode of To Be Continued. It's your boy, C. Ham. And of course, you can't spell champion without it. And of course, I got my partner with me. Been transferring files since I was a Porygon. The jewels was water straight, stone like they pour yawn. Mm-hmm. Jewels was thunder like Jolteon. Mm-hmm. Flares up like, like, that's all I got. <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, double trigger. Double trigger. Pow, 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 pow. And I know y'all see on the other side of the camera, we got a lovely guest with us. I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. What's going on, y'all? It's Young Miss. What's good, everybody? Mm-hmm. I wish I had to do... Remind me next time to download that. When the guests introduce themselves, because I love that sound. Welcome, welcome. I know. I swear to God, next time, we're going to have it set up. I promise you. But yes, thank you. Thank you for being on our show. We appreciate your presence. Um, yeah. Go ahead and let the folks know a little bit about what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm an artist. Uh, I do a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats. I DJ. Um, I manage artists. Uh, sing, rap, produce. That's what I was waiting for you to say, the sing yeah. part, because come on now. I try and do a little bit of everything. That's that's how I know who you are is from your, from your vocal capacity. A lot of people uh, are... Yeah. A lot of people are going to be surprised. Like we've known each other like ten plus years, so it's it's right. kind of crazy that we're landing together on this space with one another. It's just dope to have you. Yeah, all in due time. I'm glad to be here. Word. So you said you manage a few artists. Can you let us know a little bit about who you got on your on your roster with you? Give them some shout outs. Yeah. Yeah. Once uh you know everything started shutting down with COVID and, and everything, um, mm-hmm. I ended up starting a, a music label, it's Heavenly mm-hmm. Records Music Group. So I basically, it's basically the homies, you know, like I have, like you said, we've been doing this for a long time. So I was like, you know, I have some knowledge I can share with others. Mm-hmm. So I basically started doing that, like uh, giving consultations and telling them this is where you can put your music. This is how to do it. So it's, it's been a joy. You know, I, I love teaching. So it, it's, it's been awesome. Yeah, I feel like we're very similar in that regard when it comes to like podcasting now. Yeah. Like anytime someone's like, oh, man, I've been thinking about starting a podcast. I'm always like, for real? Well, do you want me to help? Yeah. Like, do you need to know anything? Christian literally come out the shadows. Yeah, I just feel like, well, this is the kind of microphone you need. This is the program you should use. Or a giant midi box. Like, I have this for you right here. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's when you really like doing something and like you see somebody else get interested in it. Like, I don't know. I just feel good about that. I feel happy. Right, give them the keys. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Word, exactly. Word, like, word. what's the point of having this knowledge if we can't share it with everybody? I hate when people be stingy with the knowledge. It's like, right. share. One of my, one of my like most influential people that I've ever worked with used to always say, "Teach everybody everything." Like, okay. so when you're think of it from a business perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, say you you run a store and you know you only have five employees and only one of them knows how to do the closing duties besides yourself. Say if that person gets sick, you're forced to be there to do the closing duties every day because no one else knows how to do it. Now say you taught two of those other individuals how to do the closing duties as well. Right. Now you got options. Yeah. Everybody ever coming off the bench scoring. Like I used to be one that would like shield the things I knew like, no, I'm not telling. But then I was like, that's not good. Like, that ain't helping nothing. Like, how's that? How's that helping? And then in turn, you learn things from them. And right, I think I still uh, sometimes I find myself withholding knowledge because I want people to push themselves. You know? Yeah, like, sure. it depends on how. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, because like you know, I could teach him how to do it. Well, it depends. Well, I mean, like I, I do try I and teach him how to do it. So sprinkle it in there like a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta yeah. find their own way and their own path, but at the same time, guide them and still instruct them in a way where they right. can understand it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have people like, oh, let me get in the studio, and I'll be like, oh, like you know, you should try and learn how to make your own studio. You feel me? Like, but it's super cheap now. And you can start the same way I started, real cheap, real easy, and haven't stopped since, you know? Yeah, that's the truth, man. Like, especially nowadays, I love looking at the perspective of, like, just technology and, like, the way you can purchase things compared to before. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember back in the day when we was trying to make our own studios and, like, recording our own. It was hard. Like, you had to, like, save up mad money just to get mm-hmm. a computer that might crash on you, just to get the right. little janky little MIDI recorder, you yeah. whatever you can afford, you know. Or just to have the space in general. Yeah. Do that shit have. Now, you know, you got $300, you straight. You can you record. You can straight up record now. You Gucci. Yeah, thousand dollars. You got you a studio. If you got a thousand dollars, you got a pro level studio. Yeah, no lies. Studio. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I just think that's cool to just look at it from that perspective. I feel like subconsciously, that's the way that I've always connected with people. That's kind of like how me and you connected because it's weird. This is our first time ever facially interacting with one another. Like we've always. Right. Uh, contact each other through social media or like messaging yeah, messages yeah, and things emails. like that, emails and things like that. But right. like, we've always had a solid line of communication. Cool. Like, I always thought that was mad cool and like keep evolving through the cybernet. Yeah, like <laughs> not because like pe- people like that that started doing music when you know I was figuring things out. I keep tabs on them, like mm-hmm. so to speak, because like I want to know what they're doing. Like, if they're doing something cool, I want to be, I want to be, you know, in the know. Like, I don't want people that's foreign to know before I know. And I've been listening to you right. forever. Like, come on now, what kind of yeah, fan like, am I? Right. Like, so that was kind of like the main reason why I wanted to have you on the show, because I was like, you know what? Yeah. It's I'm a long time fan. I've been a long time fan, so I, I got, I got to have her on. She got, she got to give us some of that now, some of that wisdom. Yep. She got a purple note on. Is that Lakers? Oh yeah, you already know. Come on, air high five. Air high five. Come on. LeBron, thanks for your contribution. Right. We the delegates of LeBron. (laughs) Thank you for your diligence. Oh man. We are are so proud out here, man. They were letting off fireworks last night, like I can you live right in that area too. Talk to us a little bit about what it's like living over there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in LA. You feel me? But it's still. You're on the West Coast, though. It's a lot closer than us. You feel me? We, Mm -hmm. we also. Well, I won't say all because you know we got some different people. For sure. Out there. For sure. Shout out to Kawhi. Shout out to my cousin. He's the biggest Clippers fan I know. Word, word. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, my dad was a Clippers fan, so I always try and show love to the Clippers too. You feel me? But you know what it is. Tried and true, purple and gold. I respect you so much. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to hold it in. I was like, I think the Lakers <laughs> had on, but I'm gonna wait. <laughs> yeah, man. I knew off the I was like, oh man, like you know, I'm glad we kind of like took that random tangent to talk about basketball just for a brief second because now I'm curious. Like, I want to know some of your early basketball memories like what are some of the first things you can remember being involved in basketball or just where you had a gravitation towards the sport itself yeah um my brother used to play basketball a lot he was on a lot of 
I don't know if it was called AAU back in the day, but he was on a lot of teams back when we lived in Inglewood. Mm -hmm. um, he was supposed to go to Morningside. Uh, we ended up moving to the Inland Empire, so he went to Rancho Verde. That's where I went to. Nice. But he was always playing basketball. So I think just watching him, I started yeah. like, oh, I want to play basketball too. And then um, our parents used to take us to the forum to watch Laker games back when it was Fire. like Van Exel, Eddie Jones. Like, ooh, you you're giving me the chills right now talking about the, ooh, the Laker greats. Yeah. yeah, that's what I remember. You feel me? Growing up, we was going to those games. Mm -hmm. You know, even with Kobe, when Kobe signed to the team, like, you know, that's all the history. Of, you know, it's, it's right. Laker history. So uh, I definitely, I definitely was. Um, was interested back then. And even, like, pickup games, we used to have a little full court in the backyard, so all the kids was there. Of course. You know, they needed an extra person, and I was right there, you know, so. Come on. Pass rock. What's good? Word. Let me, <laughs> let me the jump shot. No, nah, man, I, I could definitely I could definitely understand where you're coming from with that, man. Like, And it's super weird. People always are like, you live in New York. Why are you a Lakers fan? I was like, did you ever watch Kobe Bryant play basketball? Right. Hey, that was enough for me to make – me love the sport enough and specifically love that team. And I was like, nah, man, whatever yeah. team this individual plays for, I'm supporting it because he lit. That's how it is. Right. Kobe That's was next level. I got a chance to uh, see him play twice during his last season. And like, mm -hmm. even, you know, even in the, at the end of his career, he was just <laughs> amazing. No fear. He'll shoot the ball in somebody's eye. Like, Bro, no I, only, ball, like, I only went to one basketball like nba game in my life and it was the lakers versus the sixers now this okay. was like i'd say probably three years before he retired because I, I know nick young was still a sixer he wasn't a laker yet mm. so and it was crazy when we were driving there because we're driving from new york so that's probably about you know five maybe you know yeah maybe like five hours to where we had to go maybe a little bit further and um all I'm seeing is like yellow and, and purple and yellow <laughs> Lakers bumper stickers and flags on people's. I'm like, yo, we're in Philly. We're in right. Philly. Yeah, it don't even matter. Like we're in upstate and, and all I see is Lakers, everything. It just swarms of Lakers. Man. It was so crazy. And he dropped 40 on their head that night too in the W. I'll never forget it. Yeah, Lakers fans show up and show out. It was it was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. Like, I never expected to see that when you come into the visiting stadium and you see more Lakers jerseys than you see Sixers jerseys. Right. Plus, that was, you know, pre, you know, like Embiid and mm -hmm. uh, you know, Simmons. So they, they, that was really like in their rebuilding down kind of years. So I can yeah. understand it, but yeah. All right. Our third member has arrived. So we're going to go ahead and let him introduce himself. Also, a.k.a. General Cornwall Wallace. General. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, and as we said, uh, we have the lovely young miss on the other side of our Zoom chat. Mm -hmm. Sporting the purple and gold. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yep. LeBron but, all day. Thank you. But yes, <laughs> I want to slide a little bit more into what, you know, wh where you got your roots set in. I want to know more about your musical influences and, like, more importantly, like, where the background of music came for you. Because I know kind of for me, no, my family is a musical family, so it's just like destiny for me, sort of. I didn't really have a choice. So I'm very curious if it's the same kind of thing with you. Oh, it's definitely the same. I come from a musical family as well. Mm -hmm. um, 
my mom is a keyboard player. Like that's there what she is. does. That's her. That's her job. You know. So, and she's always been amazing. I know I'm biased because that's my mom, but like just watching her, watching her growing up, I was like, you know, good is good, a, mom or not. Yeah. Yeah, and even my grandparents, my grandparents sing, my grandmother, rest in peace, used to play organ. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle plays, See? my auntie sings. So it was just like, it was all around me, especially in the holidays. Yep. If, if we get together, it's, it's about to be a sing-along. You yeah, for sure. <laughs> See, I, I understand exactly Christmas where you're coming from. Be lit. Super lit. That's what I meant. Like John Legend's family <laughs> on, 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 the, on the CD. <laughs> Come on, slide on the turn of organs. Yeah, it's always like get your hymnals ready. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up, coming up. Uh, definitely, definitely. My family influenced me. Uh, my mom was a music minister, so mm-hmm. whenever we went to church, I low key had to be in the choir. Like I didn't really have a choice. Oh, but um, you know, it, it was okay. Out. We didn't really like being in the choir, but look at how beautiful and powerful our voices are now. Right? Yeah. The training definitely paid off. For sure. Boy, singing in the choir is like singing like nothing other. If you don't have a strong voice after singing in the choir, I don't know what you're doing out there. Right. You got to be on point. I love that. That's super dope. Like, um, my family is is the same kind of way. My mom can sing. Fortunately, I didn't get my dad's genes, rest in peace, because he can't sing worth a lick. In his mind, he could. But, you know, that was just, I think, trolling for all of us to enjoy. <laughs> but my mom is a great singer. My uncle, both my uncles are great singers as well. And, like, I think just being around the church and just instruments in general, you just, like, something just gravitates you to it. It's like, what do these things do? They right. sound so cool. Like, I always have, like, this, this weird amazement for instruments or anything connected to music. Who are yeah, some of your a, musical influences? Yeah, who your favorite rapper? Who your favorite artist? What you do? What My favorite rapper? Uh, I would say Jay-Z. Lovely. Uh, Lovely. Growing up again, like, uh, yeah. my older brother, John, was a big influence on me. And, like, my parents had me listening to gospel. You For know, sure. Clean R&B. But then, like, in the next room, I hear, you know, beats. Mm-hmm. I hear Jay-Z. You, you hear I want to listen to that, you know, and then like when I finally got a chance to go and, you know, mm-hmm. get some of his music on the low, I'm like, like, oh, yeah. Let me get that. Yeah, exactly. Blueprint, mm-hmm. all that. Like, <laughs> you hear some Fred Hammond behind one hall, wall and then you hear, you know, some exactly. Blueprint on the H to the, I'm like, okay, look. Yeah, that's how it was. That's how it was. So, uh, yeah, I always, say, I always say rapper Jay-Z, I always support what he does. I, I love his storytelling style. Uh, oh, yeah. He how he things down. Um, as far as singing, I say Lauryn Hill. I always say Lauryn Ooh! Hill. You got, you got some like go. You know, the, the neo-soul godmothers. The Neo Soul. Yo, she came with you know that's my girl. Everything is everything. (laughs) Come on now. That's my girl right there. After winter must come spring. (laughs) I'm always curious when I ask questions like that. I've always hoped that people like hit me in the head with like someone that I don't hear all the time. Mm. Like, yes. When I heard Lauren Hill, I was like, Yeah. Oh yeah. I love Lauren Hill. That's my girl. She was definitely a big influence on me. Uh, I think Mm. her album was probably the first one I bought with my own money. Nice. You know, I had some saved up, and we was at what probably Walmart or Target. Nice. Back when you know buying CDs used to be the thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "Yep, let me get that." And just her singing and rapping on the 
um, throughout the CD, I was just like, man, like, you know, I want to do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can do that too because I, I like to write. I like to do poems, but I, I sing as well. So I think that was a major turning point for me. That was probably like the, the, the light bulb that was like, you know what? Bing. Yeah. Word. For real though. It is too. Now, like one thing that I'm always interested in is being a male rapper, a perspective that I could never understand is like being someone in a male dominated world trying to, you know, pr- produce your craft and share your craft and trying to be on a level playing field. For a lot of the female listeners that we have out there, talk to some of them about what it's like doing what you do in some what some would see as a male dominated world, being the music world. Uh, honestly, I've I've always tried to use it to my advantage. Mm-hmm. I think I think it helps me stand out as an artist. For instance, at a show, you got a show, you got six six guys on the bill, mm-hmm. right? When I go up there, I'm off top. I'm different. Before mm-hmm. I even say anything, before I sing one note, rap anything, I'm different. Right. So I feel like that helps me stand out. You know, I and I use that to my advantage. Then when I I hit them with something. Mm-hmm. You know, then and they like, like, oh, oh shoot. she got the skills. She's different and she fire. Her. Yeah, let me follow her. <laughs> That's always my goal. Like, all right, stand out and then hit them over the head with it. And uh, def- definitely as a female, I think I think other females should use that as well. Use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, because after the show, the guys are going to come to you. For right? sure. Because you're the only female doing it, you know. So we, we got to just, we got to stand out some somehow, you know. I think that's so cool. Me personally, like when, whenever I'm working on like a creative of any sort, I always get opinions from like my female friends. Like I always feel like their opinion in an aesthetic of any sort, whether it's listening or viewing, like is mad important. Like I feel like you can tell when a male artist releases something and they don't got no female friends. <laughs> <laughs> like. I feel like it's so important to have like how those other ears that that intricate dynamic of the music where you can tell I need to know. Okay, absolutely. I'm so glad you asked. I can I can like this. Yeah, because because to me, it's like Mm. when you're producing an art of any sort, whether it's, you know, a painting, a sculpture or uh, music, it's something that you should anticipate that's going to be absorbed by everyone, regardless of what demographic you specifically are trying to target or what you're aiming to say with said song or said art piece, Mm -hmm. you got to understand that people outside of that world are going to also consume your product. And I feel like a lot of times when I hear or see something, you can tell that they only think in the mind of this Mm -hmm. and don't even acknowledge everything that's out there. And I think a lot of times, us specifically as guys, we get narrow-minded with that kind of thing and just have, you know, a laser focus where we're not able to even allow those other thoughts to get in. So that's why I feel like pulling from a perspective of a female, especially being someone that's totally opposite of your way of living and the way that you do things is super important when you create an art. And that's just me personally. And it's been proven to me in, in pretty much anything I've ever worked on i always be like yo hey can you check this out for me like let me know that's how i be, be real and the girl like, will be real with you your female friend will be real with you that's how I always like be it it's not gonna Shorty be no cap like they're not gonna be they're not gonna be like they're not gonna be no yes man they're not gonna try and like make you feel like, good yeah, this was they're, gonna let you know. <laughs> they're gonna let you know yeah. and i love that i appreciate that so 
Right. They're going to seem like producers and engineers like, yo, could you add this part to this part and then tweak this and turn this volume up and do this? How you know about that? Nah, and I love it when it's the friends that don't have no type of like musical, like yeah. know-how or whatever of I'm trying to let them see. It's perfect because they're like blind eyes looking at it. They're like, uh, they just going to be real. And I'm like, thank you. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that's smart though. You definitely got, you have to know what, what women like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they don't buy, you feel me? They they listen. They're gonna hear so, it. Yeah, it's always important because what women like, right, is is what what's usually popular. If I'm not wrong, you know. That's true. Very true. Women do. Run you can't have no club people. without women in it. Exactly. Never have. And men usually write their music for women. So. That's always the, that's where my pen is always directed. Like, <laughs> there's never any confusion. I'm never trying to be hood. I'm talking to the ladies. <laughs> Maybe These are for killing, you, ladies. Maybe right. killing somebody, but you know, for the ladies, <laughs> it's sensual for the ladies. Like, oh, he's killing somebody, sexy. Like, okay, oh, that's sexy. No, that don't count because that's not my song. So you know, I'm just you know, I'm just I'm just the paprika on that right, song. Don't that's the paprika. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of music, what what you got for the folk coming out? Let everybody know. I know you got something for the airwaves to get ready for. Go on ahead. Yeah, I, I'm working on a new EP right now with uh, a producer by the name of Mr. Ivory Snow. Nice. Um, he did. He produced one of my more, most popular singles, in my opinion, called "Good Timing." Mm. Um, I was able to get that on the radio. Uh, I did a lot of numbers with that song, so uh, I'm excited to to be working on this EP with him. To me, he's like my Jay Dilla. Nice. You know? oh, okay. Yeah, he's like my Jay Dilla. So we're we're gonna go with that style, and um, yeah. I'm really excited to to get that out. I'm not sure when we're gonna be done, but hopefully, maybe end of the year, early early next year. Um, be fire. Is it is it more uh, hip hop centric, or is it a mixed bag? Because I know you got your vocal chops. Um, it's, it's gonna be a mix. I love it. It's gonna be a mix. It's gonna be a lot of singing, but then you know I gotta get some bars off too. Yeah, I love it. Like, Can that's beyond the ghost tape. Oh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caddy's trying to solicit you on, yeah. on the tape. You want to be on the ghost tape? Hungry ghost tape? Oh, you tell you telling people the name? You tell uh, people uh, the name? Oh, 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 man. I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep, bleep it, it out. out there. <laughs> you want to be on the blue, blue, blue. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. I'm always down to work. Like, I feel like the pen is elite. I'm not going to I already know when she said, when she said, I was like, oh, yeah, you're going to like this then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you send her that, uh, what you did? I'll send it to her. Okay. Yeah. I will definitely send her, send her an idea of what we got going on. Yeah. Like, that's, a, yeah, that, that's always one thing I love doing with you is just, like, randomly emailing songs back and forth to one another, sending each other, like, re- uh, sample references. I'm like, Man. this is fun. Yeah, we want to get busy. music right here. Trying to get busy. Especially on that, Joan. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Let me let me hear what y'all got, dude. Send it. I remember like <laughs> I remember I remember like uh, was that aim aim days like oh yeah oh and then files through aim, bro. You remember that? The Modoc days. That's the days. That's <laughs> those are the days I remember. Like when I was just Yo. down, always on music, just all day. What you doing? I'm doing music. Leave me alone. <laughs> right, in the studio. Just stuck in there. So let's let's see. I mean, we can really go any direction you want to go with this. Like, 
What's your favorite? I'm curious to know something about outside of music. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Yeah. Uh, I can say one of them is The Nutty Professor. I just. Ooh! Which I'm one? Is no or, or the one with Eddie Murphy? Uh, I know you ain't talking about the old school, old yeah, school. Yeah, no, you gotta ask oh, Sometimes you gotta verify. You right? You gotta verify. You might be a wild card. You might the like one with Eddie Murphy. The one oh. with Eddie Murphy and Jada Pinkett Smith, or she was Jada Pinkett back then. But yo, Eddie Murphy, I love that dude. Cletus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always be saying phrases from the movie, and she was like, "What is she talking about?" So I had to, I had to put her on game. That's a great film. Like that's one of those underrated comedy films, man. Like I miss. Those days where people was like mad different characters in movies. Eddie Murphy oh, was right. I would say the best movies come from the eighties and early nineties. Yeah, facts. Eddie Murphy was coming Woo! to America. That was crazy. That was yeah. No, professor is comedy. That mm-hmm. it's funny, like when I be telling people some of my favorite movies, it's because of that same reason. It's quotables. Like people be like, mm-hmm. "You love the Water Boy?" I'm like, "Have you never yeah. watched that movie?" Right. Like, literally every other line is a quotable. Like, seriously. Right. That movie is gold. It's the same thing with uh, Talladega Nights. I'm oh my god! Huge Will first, Ferrell fan. You know, first your last. <laughs> I literally, I literally quote that movie probably every podcast episode at least once. I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. I mean, <laughs> and the thing, you know what they? You know how they messed up? They let me get a hold of the DVD. That had like oh the bonus scenes and like all the additional content, so oh I used to watch that sh- on repeat like all the time. Castle just come in there and they'd be like, watch "You watch a re- <laughs> Yeah, you ain't never seen the blooper. These crazy, they mad funny. <laughs> like I don't know. I like that little side little. I go in the rabbit hole on stuff like that all day long. Features on a DVD. Yeah, like I mean, let's talk oh, about yeah, it. Get some good stuff on Because before we talk about that, have you ever played Guess That DVD? Oh my god, you know what? Get out. No, yeah. I've never I've never played guest that. Don't TV. indulge him. Don't <laughs> indulge him. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, even, don't even indulge him, yo. Don't indulge him. Don't, let, don't listen to him. It's very <laughs> very very are you I, even though you're from the West Coast, yeah. I'm sure you played guest that D V D. Don't don't even don't even fall into the I trap. Mean, I don't know. <laughs> It's okay. my first time hearing about it. Good. Make it be your last time hearing about it. Be your last time. <laughs> <laughs> your last oh, time. All, right. all right. I ain't going to talk about guest that deep. Yeah. Now, see, one thing that we pride <laughs> our show on is, like, nostalgia. And, like, that's one of them things that I miss is, like, going on the DVDs or, like, and, like, having all the bonus content or, like, seeing the extra scenes and or, like, mm-hmm. the character art or, like, you know, this – they have right. like hidden little tidbits behind the scenes that you'll never get access to. And I feel like since everything's like digital now, get that that's anymore. like gone. That is true. What do you think? I mean, I do miss the days where it's just like VHS. Actually, I miss them days. VHS were, was mad. You had to actually wait to the end of the actual tape to get some secret shit. And not only that, just holding the like, yeah, the, the little box with the cool art on it. I feel like the DVDs give you too much power. Like you know, like you can not watch the movie yeah, at all. The, the VHS holds secrecy. Like I have to wait. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a, but now I got the Blu-ray, 3D ray. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. ain't gotta guess with that. You True, know? you don't even need a disc no more. Word. Just like it's I'm right downloading. Yeah. yeah, you can't burn no Blu-ray, maybe. I don't know. I, I believe you can. can you? Probably. Do they sell blue? 
Yeah, do they sell sell blank Blu-rays? If they do, I haven't seen one. Me neither. I yeah, see? Blank probably because I'm not looking. That. Nah, see, you ain't never seen the bootleg man come up to you and be like, "Hey, man, Yo, I got these Blu-rays for you, Jack. Yo, I got that new Avatar five, four for ten. Yo, right? I haven't seen Blu-ray in a long time either. So, like, that's like the only Blu-rays I have are like anime and wrestling ones. I just got uh, the Batman Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the yeah. Deadpool Blu-ray. So Tony Blue is on in the cellar. Chappie and Black Panther. See? Makes sense. Did you say Chappie? Yeah. Yo, that movie is fire. I see. I like that movie. It's <laughs> an underrated movie. Now you got. Now you make me want to watch that. <laughs> nah, man. All right. I'm about to give her one of my scenarios. Y'all ready? Oh, Stranded I, Island. I was going to say, oh, what's Stranded your favorite Island. video game? But, okay. Nah, hold on. Wait. Do you game? Please tell me you game. Wait a minute. Time out. Can I, I have a favorite what, video game? See, see, what's your favorite? Let me go get ahead. That go ahead. What's your favorite video game? Let me get that at least. You can get the other one. Right. Right. You can about straight up. 2K? Go ahead. Go. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's right. I did see you post about playing 2K. I'm bugging. Yeah. Yeah, like I play 2K a lot. Wait. Important question. Do you like What system? I was about to say invite. No, it's PlayStation uh, over here. Yeah, there's a there's a running joke with our podcast yeah. where we're like <laughs> we're we're targeted as Xbox haters just because we all love Sony. <laughs> I, I inherited a PS4. Uh, rest in peace to my big brother Desmond. I inherited his PS4. But my older brother, John, was like, yo, let me get that. You feel me? I gave you this sense. Xbox One. And I wasn't really gaming at the time. I didn't care. Like, yo, just run it. Like, whatever. I like, I understand. Yeah, so now I got the Xbox, and it's, it's cool. You feel me? I'm, playing said, I'm, said, I'm living my life. I'm dunking on folk. What you mean? Yeah. I'm dunking on folk. Well, what, what, what kind of build you got? Um, My favorite build is the Paint Beast. Oh yeah! Powerful pain beast. That's my bill. Come on, pain beast. Come on, lock up. What's good? Y'all don't want nothing. I only know cards. <laughs> you know, all Hall of Fame badges. Oh, do you ever play on um, my team mode on there? Um, I'm trying to get into it right now. I'm just oh. collecting cards. I'm trying to wait till I have the right lineup, so I'm not just playing to lose. For sure. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm working on it. I check in every day just to make sure my cards is right. It's fun. That's yeah. probably the thing. Just look just all the way throughout 2K's history. That's probably the thing I put the most time in. Like, I first started playing, I think, in 16. And then, like, I was just all in from there. Like, because. Yeah, I, I always love just like collecting cards in general from like, you know, like Yu Gi Oh! or Pokemon or whatever kind of cards. So, yeah. like, when you marry the basketball game and the card game together, I was like, what? Right, <laughs> and I could play. I could play with this team. What? Right. I could play Yu-Gi-Oh with get basketball this. players. Basically, I was like, "Get the hell out of here! Let's do it." That's that's amazing. So now yeah, that's probably like my favorite. Yeah, whoever made that, whoever I made that, Bravo. Right. Attack mode. And now it's like it. It got ridiculous. <laughs> where like turn him silent for defense. Two K twenty. I. That's probably the most <laughs> ridiculous team I ever had. It was just. Yeah. It was really bad. It was. I'm sad that I'm sad that people not playing no more because like I used to just hurt people. <laughs> uh, it's empty on two K twenty. We work hard. Yes, yes, empty. I mean, not on, not in the park. People still be in the park. They're like, 
don't know. The service is still pretty solid, but like no one's really playing my team mode. Like, okay. We'd be sending an invite. You'd be in the lobby for a minute waiting for somebody. Yeah. Like, I don't got time for this. Right. I ain't playing the card game no more. No, they not everybody that's really was was playing my team because two K don't want to tell you this, but my team mode is their most profitable mode. But they don't want the community to fight amongst one another, so they don't say that. But I know it because all the YouTubers I watch, they that play my team mode, I'll be looking at the amount of money alone that they just be dumping into this mode. A lot. They be dumping money I don't think into you this dump mode. Money into my player mode, do you? You can, but it's not. It's not nowhere near as much as, as you can for my team mode. Like, you and it. you know, my team has that that cash prize for the yeah. tournament, so I can mm-hmm. see why people be like, "I gotta get my lineup right so I can get that two hundred fifty thousand. And they have content like every week or every other week. Like they constantly drop in packs and players, and yeah. you know, as the season goes on, so and so had a hot game, so he gets a card. It's like it's constantly stuff happening. Whereas in career mode. The only thing happens is what you make happen with your character. So, like, you think in the twenty one they gonna have the bubble cards? Definitely. When the when the, for the buy for PS five? I don't know. It's just funny the bubble cards. The bubble cards. <laughs> you have to because some players were showing out in the bubble like never before. Yeah, Warren was unconscious. <laughs> he was going crazy. Balling in the bubble coat. <laughs> yeah, they had the balling in the bubble coats for sure. Right, that we go. TJ Warren, TJ Warren stepped up to the game like up down up down XP, <laughs> like <laughs> fifty. <laughs> like whoa, chill, settle down, dude. Nah, they. I think they definitely would. They're probably gonna have a, if not a set already designated to how good the players did in the bubble. Yeah. With of course LeBron James probably being the most important one because he's gonna get MVP of the finals. I already predicted it. Lakers in five, but <laughs> Lakers in five, man. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I hope I didn't jinx them. Nah, nah. Right. Don't cross everybody's fingers because it's Lakers and five. That's it. Lakers and five. And LeBron is here. He came through. I think Boston will make a comeback. You yeah. think Boston will make a comeback? I think sure? make a comeback. What you think? You think it's gonna be Boston or Miami? Uh, I think Miami might uh put them away tonight. The way they've been playing, they've been playing with grit and heart, and I'm like, they kind of made the Celtics look bad this series. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. They've been oh, playing really? ball, man. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I was expecting Jason Tatum to, like, take over, do what he do. And, like, Jimmy Butler's like, nah, motherfucker, I'm right here with you. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my goodness. This been really good basketball. That whole squad is really solid. For sure. Yeah. A lot of sleepers. For sure. That Duncan exactly. Robinson kid, like I said, Yo, I was sleep on him into the bubble. I ain't even know. Hero. Tyler yeah, Hero, too. I was sleep on him, too. He, he scored like 36 points or something like that. 37. Right. 37? Yeah. Because you don't expect them to, and they'd be like, all right, give him the ball. You know, and then yeah. they just go off. He's excited. He, that's the best thing about playing, probably for just the enjoyment and the excitement. It's like, it's the finals, and yeah. it's not about the pressure. It's about, like, I'm finna hoop on y'all. Like, yeah. I love the intensity I've been seeing in the mm-hmm. bubble. It's been real good games, real entertaining That's games, no matter who you watch, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, I'm happy basketball's back. I missed it. X. And everybody was like, I don't know how it's going to be. Nobody's going to be. The audience is going to be there. Look, it's going to be like a street ball pickup game. I was basically, more intense. Game. It's basically like yeah, NBA AAU. That's yeah. what I call it, NBA AAU. 
That's why they. That's why they run down the court and pulling up shots like they in like L.A. Fitness. Just <laughs> they don't even care. They just like half court, whatever. L.A. Fitness. <laughs> they comfortable. In LA Fitness. Oh man, yeah. I I would like to give a shout out though to the one that sparked it off for all these sports. Dana White in the UFC. Shout out Israel Adesanya and still last night. I seen that fight last Because if you ask me, nobody across all of sports is handling COVID and handled COVID better than Dana White in the UFC. Like, oh yeah. When they was talking about the way they were, their procedures for vetting like fighters before they interact with other people that are going to be in the area, like, it was extensive. I was like, damn, that's a lot to be going through. Like, what you making it Oh my God, you childish. Don't show me childish memes during the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Would you like to be a part two? Hold on. Yeah, I was going to say, show me. I don't know if you know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I got you. Like, it's, 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 it's it's, uh, it's, a Poke- it's a Pokemon Go reference. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I didn't know if that was Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh. Like, it's, it's both. both. It's both. <laughs> it's both. It's right. That's what makes me funny. You see, you're part of one of us. You got it. You understand. <laughs> she was like, one of these things are not like the other. What's going on? <laughs> you got it. You got it's a it. mashup? <laughs> right. Oh, man. Bruh. So, well. If, unless y'all got something to say, I'm out of I'm out of random questions. You know I love my random questions. Oh wait, no, I didn't give the island. I didn't give the island proposition. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you thought you was gonna get me out of the stranded island? Come no, on, no, man. I didn't oh, man. No, I didn't think it. man. It's just that why that you get to do the stranded island, but we can't play against that DVD. <laughs> whatever. All right. So whatever. Go ahead. Because nah, we didn't send her over the proper paperwork. Tell her. Oh, to, she didn't sign a yeah, waiver to play against that DVD. It get real extensive that paperwork. That's all to her people. Sign lawyer. Yeah, man. Right. <laughs> Next time we ready it up. I have it done beforehand. Oh, <laughs> See, we had to get the proper paperwork from our lawyer. Whatever. I don't care. All right. See, I like to always ask guests randomly, like. <laughs> It's not really randomly now anymore because I pretty much do it with every guest. Like, if you were on a stranded island, mm-hmm. since you're a musician, mm-hmm. if you had to take three albums with you to listen to for the rest of your existence on this island, what three albums would it be? Mm. That's a tough one. Go ahead. That's take your time one. to think about it because... I know it's important. You got to have certain... I know for me, I would have to have certain type of vibes. So the three CDs would be different as hell. Like, yeah, mad different. Like, yeah, I, can't. I mean, I know two for sure. Um, Lauren Hill, Miseducation. Got two. I take that one. Um, Karen Clark Sheard. Mm. Uh, I think it's called Just Karen. If it I'm is. Not, <laughs> yeah, I'm taking that. But then I need I need a rap album and uh that's that's a tough one. That's a tough not one. Thematic. Ooh. I don't know, man. That's tough. That's I was tough, thinking man. of a rap album what I want to hear for the rest of my life. <laughs> and that's hard. Uh, that's tough, right? Yeah, because I don't even think I would go with a Jay-Z album, even though I like Jay-Z, because that might be Yeah. You must, you probably want some diversity in there. Yeah, something different. Man, I think you caught me on that one. That's 
<laughs> we'll accept the two. We'll accept the two with the third being the, being the mysterious partner unknown. No, nah, because they all bootleg CDs and one of the CDs. Oh my God. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> and we don't know what's on that DVD. DVD. <laughs> so basically, yeah. there's no covers on all the CDs and it's, they all <laughs> it's a crash they, shoot. They, they all written in black marker. <laughs> oh man. Scribbled on. <laughs> Get lucky. Yeah. I, got the right one. I feel like it's never good when a disc of any sort is written with black marker. Like it's like a, a chance. You take it a chance at it, all times. A, it says Jay Z, but it's wrote mm-hmm. written differently. <laughs> so you don't know what you're gonna get with that. But it's Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no. It's so it's, 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 it's Uncle Luke. It's Uncle Luke. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, oh, never know. You never know when you open up that black, your yeah. parents' black. You know what? I can't, whatever. You know what? You got to get out. Oh, you got to get him out of here before he, <laughs> before he pollutes young Mrs. Lovely ears over there. Yeah. Don't worry. We will shield you from this, from the craziness. Let me block you out with my hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Young Miss, it has been amazing oh. to have you on the show with us. Yeah, oh my this God. is dope. This was mad fun. Like I, I love having the guests on here because we literally just talk about whatever. Yeah, true that. True I that. just love. I just love knowing about the the guests. I love knowing about what you about. Like, not to, not to take anything away from shows that like have a script and a protocol and the way to introduce you and the way to ask you questions. It's like that's cool, but like tangents are better. Yeah, tangents are fucking amazing. I love tangents. So you know. uh, I agree. This is this was cool. It's cool. Yeah. Just like a conversation, man. That's how I feel. It's That's like, we just happen, so happen to have microphones in front of us. That's all. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll take this time. If you want, you can let everybody know about your social medias. Let them know what to find you under on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever you want to drop for folks. Let them know how mm-hmm. they can hear your music. Yeah, you guys can find me on social media at Young Miss. It's Y-U-N-G-M-I-S-S. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people if you want to hear my music as Siri or as Google, you know, just say play Young Miss and a whole yeah. my whole catalog gonna come up. You know? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, you let them know. I like the way she presented that. Like, yeah. you know, that was that that shows a level of professionalism. I like that. Yeah, like, yeah, you you don't like you don't fuck with Lord Beezer. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> when I send you the track, you're gonna understand what that reference means. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah man thank you again for being on the show once again our button pushers we love y'all we appreciate y'all constantly listening following liking and subscribing we're gonna make sure we put all young miss information under the episode on pushstartmedianetwork.com so you know if you didn't catch it um via the listen through we'll have all the clickable links for you in the description so don't even trip we'll get you we'll get you set up you're gonna hear some young miss yeah but we appreciate you Keep doing what you're doing. Keep keep grinding. Keep that pen fire like you've been. Mm-hmm. Oh, you already know. I always keep one nearby. Come on. Oh. Yeah, keep that, and keep that purple and gold going. Okay. Lakers in five. Lakers in five. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Peace out. We appreciate you. All right, y'all. Take care. Appreciate y'all. You too. All right.